What's going on, everybody? Josh Engelman for AwesomeO.com, and I am back with my NBA DFS contenders on DraftKings for Friday, January 29th. Be sure to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. Follow me on Twitter, at Josh Engelman, so you don't miss any of my sim results as we get closer to lock. And finally, let me know in the comments section, who are your favorite options on tonight's slate? We're rounding out the bottom of my top 10 with Trey Young, Lou Dort, Tyrese Halliburton, DeJounte Murray, and Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who will be the favorites, the top five plays for Friday's slate? It's time to find out. First up, number five, I'm going to Fred Van Vliet, point guard and shooting guard eligibility, 7,500, projected for 41 and a half. The goal's 48. He's in the optimal lineup 19% of the time. This is pretty normal for the guys from the Raptors. 36 minutes, 27% usage, 22 and a half points, four boards, six assists, a steal and a half, two stocks total, actually. That's where you're looking to maybe get to three, four, five. That's where the points start to add up. Fred Van Vliet is like a 0.15-ish fantasy point per minute guy. I think that looks fantastic. Taken on a Sacramento team. Some neutral pay spot for Toronto, but Sacramento defensively, not very good. Uh, I just really like the dual eligibility in the 7,500 on Van Vliet. He's probably more like a 78 or $7,900 guy. And on DraftKings, every little bit helps. There's not really a ton of value out there right now. So I tend to congregate in the 7 to 8K range. And that puts Fred Van Vliet at the number five spot. Next up, number four, a guy that made the top five on FanDuel as well, Darius Baisley. Small forward and power forward eligibility, just 5K, projected for 27 and a half. The goal's 39. He's in the optimal 20% of the time. Playing 30 minutes, neutral usage, mild pace up spot. They gain 2.6 possessions taking on Brooklyn. That makes Baisley like a 0.9 fantasy point per minute guy. 13.7 boards, stock and a half. That'll work. I really just think that... Baisley is in a really nice spot. The dual eligibility helps. The price helps. The pace up spot helps. Every little thing that you can check off is going in Darius Baisley's favor here. George Hill is out, so there's a tiny usage bump, a little bit more to go around. It's not a direct impact for Darius Baisley, but everything just seems to be marginally pointing in his direction, whether that's price, position, usage, pace, all of it. All of those little tick marks slowly move him up. And that's why Darius Baisley is one of my favorite plays of the day, regardless of sight. Next up, number three, if he plays Joel Embiid's center eligibility, 9,400 projected for 51. The goal is only 55. He's in the optimal lineup 20% of the time. Uh, you guys know what you get out of Joel Embiid right now. 34 minutes, 1.5 fantasy points per minute, massive usage, 32%. That's enough to give him 26 and a half points. 12 and a half boards, three assists, a steal, a block and a half in a pace up spot against Minnesota, a team that doesn't have a real center. Do you think that Nas Reed or Ed Davis or Jared Vanderbilt or whoever they run out there is in any position to slow down Joel Embiid? The answer is no, just not happening. If Joel Embiid is on the floor tonight, he is going to beast. Honestly, if Dwight Howard ends up on the floor tonight, he might beast too. They don't have the defensive chops to slow him down. And I don't really know what Minnesota is going to do other than just continue to be bad. So if Joel Embiid is in the game, he looks like an amazing center option with a ceiling that is like past the top of this video. Super high. You got to get Joel Embiid tonight. I know he's just center eligible, but it doesn't matter. The raw points are going to be there. If Embiid is on the floor, he smashes Minnesota. Now, if you don't want to pay up for Joel Embiid, if that's not your cup of tea, 
Number two, Cody Zeller, also just center eligibility, but just $4,000, 25 fantasy point projection, goals 36. He's in the optimal lineup 21% of the time. We saw Zeller make his way back into the starting lineup the last time out, and he was a fantastic value. I've got him in for 26 points. I'm actually projecting him lower than his normal rate, one fantasy point per minute. That's 11 points, eight boards, an assist and a half, stock and a half. It's a neutral pace spot against Indiana, and Indiana is just like generally good. I just think that Cody Zeller is too cheap for his role now. 26 minutes could be low. If he closes this game, it could be 28 or 29. He'll look even better. 4K is just too cheap for a one fantasy point per minute center on a slate like this where there is no value to speak of. There's so little value, my number one play is going to blow people's minds. This will go away. I fully expect Cody Zeller to fall as we get more news, as people start to get ruled out. For example, if Joel Embiid gets ruled out, Dwight Howard is going to be a much better play than Cody Zeller. This will tumble, but don't get it twisted. Cody Zeller is an excellent value at 4K for this slate. He'll just be mildly limited as we get closer to lock when we open up a little bit more value. But for now, if nothing comes out, you're going to want to have Cody Zeller in your life. Now, before we get to the number one contender, one last reminder, like button, which helps me a ton. Subscribe to the channel. It helps awesomeo.com and the entire awesomeo community. And it gets us closer to the 50,000 subscriber goal. We're going to hit it before we get to the Super Bowl, people. We're going to hit that goal, which I couldn't be happier about. It's really exciting to see. And finally, you got to follow me on Twitter at Josh Engelman. It's the only way that you can get the updates to these sim results. Now, we're on to my number one, which no one's going to expect. The number one contender on DraftKings right now, Teo Maladon. Point guard and shooting guard eligibility, just 3,400, 21.8 fantasy point projection. You're looking for 34. He's in the optimal lineup 25% of the time. I'm giving him 28 minutes, 18% usage, 10, 3.5, 3.5, maybe a steal. Pace up spot against Brooklyn. Here's the deal. He's like a .75 fantasy point per minute guy. It's not great. But there's no George Hill. Maladon in the optimal, or not the optimal, in the starting lineup for Oklahoma City last time out. I'm assuming he starts again. And if he's starting, he's a starting point guard at 3,400. It's impossible to pass that up, particularly on a slate where value doesn't really exist. That's why Cody Zeller is showing up as the number two contender. That's why you're seeing guys like Lou Dort and Tyrese Halliburton. We're trying to find value at the guard spots in places that it doesn't really exist. But for now, Maladon is it. 3400 Not a problematic price tag whatsoever. It frees you up to get the Joel Embiid's. It frees you up to get to someone like Shea Gilgis-Alexander or Trey Young. I love this spot. I think he falls as better value comes out. But for right now, both point guard and shooting guard eligibility really helps a ton. This is a great spot to spend down. Get a starting point guard in your life in a matchup where defense will not be at a premium. Maladon. The number one contender on DraftKings. Alrighty, folks, that will do it. Those are my NBA DFS contenders for Friday, January 29th. That's it for the week. I'll be on the strategy show. Check that out. Me, Greg Ehrenberg, but no live before lock. So that is it. I will be back again Monday morning with another edition of the contenders. So good luck tonight, guys. Enjoy your weekend.